Lunch break. Back with another episode of Lunch Break. Welcome to our plus one for today's lunch break, Emily Trang. She requested American slash fast food, so show us your fast food, y'all. Really fast. Eh. Okay, this is fast. Oh dang! In and out. Whoa. Oh no! Fried out. <gasps> show and tell. What are you eating? So that's American her, salmon. That's fancy. Yeah, that's becoming uh, Michelle's fast food. American yeah, hey, I put it in the air fryer. I put it in American the air fryer. Fast. American rivers. <laughs> I got some pizza. It's very American. <gasps> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a different route. I'm just missing a Coke. I'm missing a can of Coke. And then I got a salad. It yeah. was fast, <laughs> and it's an American chain. I think. Thanks, Emily, okay. for joining us. Uh, uh, so we thought it'd be really fun to revisit a topic we did before. We did a call out, um, seeing if you guys needed relationship or dating advice during 2020. And um, a lot of you guys submitted from our IG and Patreon, and we thought that we'd do our best to give you our thoughts. And we have thoughts. Yes. Wouldn't yeah, say we're professionals. Definitely relate to some of this stuff. Uh, the first one is from Instagram, and it is related to COVID flirting. Ooh, um, here's the story. Ooh. I'm a freshman in college and I keep seeing this cute guy in office hours that I remember following on socials a while back. About 500 person in class, so I don't see him in lectures or quiz sections, but I've seen him a couple times at a couple freshman events. I want to get to know him, but I don't know how to reach out without being sus because it's such a big class and what are the chances I remember him out of everyone who comes to office hours? It's especially hard with online school because we might have otherwise crossed paths at one point if school is in person. Do I even reach out to him? And if so, what should I say? Or do you have advice on how to reach out without being creepy? This, this is, is such actually, a like, good question. I kind of <laughs> forgot that like people right now have classes online. And like she said, otherwise, like, right. if it was in person, yeah. they would have crossed paths. Like there would have been more opportunities to talk, yeah. And like all of us are out of college from like, and we did not have to deal with a pandemic during our college experience. So I think it'd be kind of fun yeah. to see how would we approach this if we- It's even hard enough it. doing it. Yeah. Definitely very tough considering the fact like it'll be over virtual if, if they were quote unquote cross paths. Oh, I don't know. Are they in the same, maybe are they in the dorms and then they're doing it online or are they in completely mm. different places? Oh, if you're in the dorms, somehow you guys should meet up. Well, I, I, I think- yeah, you know, just go go for it. But I guess if it's in a Zoom in a Zoom version, it's but tougher. how she has to get that no, first I, step. So okay. how does she even reach out yeah, yeah. without it being creepy? She said he's not in oh. her like I guess discussion sections, which I like. I don't know how your schools were, but um, at mm, my school mm -hmm. it was like you had the lecture yeah, yeah. class, and then you had a smaller discussion yeah. class with like thirty or so people, right? I, I'm assuming that he's not in that. She said he's not in her quiz sections, but. She sees him at office hours, which I think is pretty similar because I'm assuming Bottom yeah, that shows that, that you two yeah, confused about um, something. You two are like, I think on Zoom, there's the function where you can mm. chat. So chat with him privately and be like, hey, I don't really understand. This. <laughs> I'm saying I this, but I would never do this. You guys would never do this. It's hard to do even in person. Virtual, like you could test something out and there's like not that big of a repercussion because you can't see their reaction. So what yes. I would actually suggest yes. is, since she says she follows him on social, <laughs> like, you know how, like, you can DM on Instagram, right? 
you can take yeah. a picture. So, like, if it was office hours, I would just be like, oh. I'd take a picture and be like, hey, is this you? And then see if... <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that one. Is that is that what you would do, Michelle? Wait, continue, 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 continue. <laughs> no, you send him the photo. Like I'll be like no, of the Zoom, no, of the Zoom, the Zoom of the of office what? hours, right? Yeah. So there's okay. office hours, and then you can see icons, right? Wait, is this you? And and be like, oh, long time no see, you know? Okay. I like. Yeah. No, I think my tactic mm-hmm. would have been like, so take the photo of the Zoom, but then like you're like baiting him, like hoping that he's gonna see oh, it and I'm be like, hey, that's story. me. So like stay on the window that he's like, on, take a photo. Ooh. You know? That works. Yeah, on your too, But I don't know if like, it depends on how close they are. If they're not that close and like he doesn't watch her stories. If it comes out as awkward, I think awkward, there's a certain level of cuteness. I don't think hmm. awkward ever goes towards creepy. You know what I mean? So, wait, what? Uh, it's a, no, it, uh, it, it depends. Uh, uh, we made a whole short about it. What? Even <laughs> awkwardness? Even awkward? I'm not talking about creepy versus creepy romantic. Creepy or romantic. I'm awkward. Can't you always think awkward as being lighthearted? No? Oh, that's just me then. Yeah, sometimes. Going the, going the route of like needing help with school, what would you do too? I think is the best way to message them. Oh, oh. hey, can you share, can yeah. you share your notes? And yeah. it should be and it genuine. Could be like, I don't know anyone else. It should be it genuine like, to a point. I don't know, you know anyone else in this class. Yeah, that's yeah, true. like oh, we we're both in office hours. I didn't really get what the professor said during office hours. <laughs> I think I think because of the fact that they're both freshmen, I think that that that, that definitely helps because of the context versus like oh, if they were in like third year or even senior. Mm. Yeah, that's actually no, that's a good point because I think. She's scared to reach out to him, but I think on both mm-hmm. ends, you, mm-hmm. you both are probably wanting friends. And if anything, I think, yeah. I think he would welcome that in, like, very gladly. Because, like, oh, wow, I have a yeah. friend in this class, and I need help in And then take class. the first steps. Yeah. Like Chris said, you're more, you're more open. Yeah, you're, he's mm-hmm. probably more open to befriending you. So. I don't know how, how I feel about, like, following already, though, on social, you know? Okay, what is the equivalent of, like, sitting next to someone in lecture? The, the equivalent is like, you pinning his video <laughs> and like and like looking over at him every once in a while and be like, oh, you know. No, it, it really is sending except the, the private chat too. The private yeah. chat. Cool. Good luck. Uh, sorry. You know what? Let us know if you tried it, if you did that. Um, anyone else who has yes. other advice, yes. you know, feel free to put on comments below. We are a little bit too out of touch. Keep it casual. Keep it casual. Little side message about school. Start that conversation. See where it goes. A little jab. A little, a little, yeah, add a gif a in there. GIF, a little gif. Uh, Very link. timely gif with the lecture. <laughs> Fantastic. Next up, we got tons of questions about this topic. It's dating in COVID times. Uh, we have a question from Alex Garcia from Patreon. Um, they ask, how do we effectively communicate via these apps and know that people we are talking to are actually listening now as well as being truthful that everything is virtual? Because I feel like in person, you can tell the person is who they say they are, but online, there's more of a chance to mm. lie. IG, we have some similar questions like, how does it differ between like COVID dating and traditional dating? How do people still meet up with more than one potential at a time? And how do you really know they're the one for you if, you're, mm. if you've only been on Zoom dating? Everyone's dating, trying to do the virtual dating right now. It's all you can do for the most part. So I, I feel you. The, the app, if, you, if you're texting, yeah, there's obviously more chance to like hide behind something. But if you are doing like virtual Zooms, then 
there's a less likelihood of, mm-hmm. uh, of having miscommunication on those end. Yeah, I think if yeah. anything, you would want to get off the app as soon as possible and go virtual. I agree. Yeah, try to go to that face-to-face as soon as possible because there's little things, I think, mm-hmm. right? Like body language, eye contact, <laughs> like things that you can't really pick up through text. And mm-hmm. A lot of people are good at their texting game, but they're not so yeah. good. So that's also something to, to, to factor in. I would also say like maybe don't look at it as like truthful and lying. I say be a little more optimistic and saying like, Maybe yes. maybe there's miscommunication or like people uh, don't know how to, for instance, like maybe your texting game is stronger and then your like actual interactions is weaker or maybe your interactions is stronger and then your texting game is weaker. Yeah, I, I think it's just how you are as a person rather than, oh, mm-hmm. I'm lying. Who's to say that you Ooh, have to keep it to online? Like there's definitely, I feel like COVID safe in-person dates. Like if you do a picnic that's like six feet apart, like use, if it gets, it's like either too cold or like too hot, um, use your cars, just like park next to each other. And then one person is in the passenger seat and one person's the driver's seat and you just talk through the window. Like it's true that you can tell a lot more about a person when you meet them. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options for you uh, to, to get off Zoom during this time. But I think I think the, a lot of the question is yeah. is about like how to even gauge um, if people, if someone's even interested in stuff like that. How about we assume we assume that they can't even meet up? Like what yeah. if they're a little, bit, a little bit too far to drive? Um, like the last one saying like how do you really know if they're the Ooh. one for you if you only been on a date? I think for me personally, it's about emotional connection, you know. And I feel like even through FaceTime and text and stuff that comes through and that will shine through. That will be genuine. If it's really there, I think you know yourself the best and you can like, you can gauge you that. can see how genuine or vulnerable yeah. someone else is being with you, right? The one, is that just saying like the one where in which you would just continue going on dates with or the one that, hey, I'm going to marry this person. I would never just straight up say, oh yeah, I, I know this is like <laughs> ever after from just Zoom dates. No, you got to be, yeah. that, that stuff has to be in person. The, oh, okay. the one to yeah. date, the one to um, date. You know what you're able to bond over or can relate to shared experiences shared interests. Maybe both of you guys are, you know, very active about certain conversations. It is similar. It's like long distance, I guess. If anything, it's testing you guys on how well you can communicate, you know, like minus you know, the in-person interaction. Do you know how to express your feelings through these different yeah. avenues? Mm-hmm. Like the way that you go about dating and these different ways of trying to gauge or get to deeper, deeper levels is changing and you have to find new solutions to that because of this year. If they're showing interests, if they're engaging, I think, and if you keep presenting new ideas for like reaching a new level of deepness and intimacy, then I think you're on the right track to figuring out if they are the one to date. But mm-hmm. keep it fresh. Yeah, the, all the ideas that even Michelle mentioned are, are good I, like ideas to present, you know, um, and see if they latch on to. But mm-hmm. yeah. The other thing is that I think like with Zoom dates is that because you haven't really met this person, that there's so much more that's left to un- to unwrap. Like there's more things to be looking forward to. Kind of like how like long distance relationships are. Like sometimes you're only there for a certain period of time and then, you know, you have to look for that next uh, meetup. So I guess this, mm-hmm. you can sort of see that. Uh, in like Zoom Zoom dates. So that's an optimistic way to look at it, Chris. You're you're right. It's like, hey, if it's look if it's already good mm-hmm. at this point, virtually, and it's like very. It's got to be. Even, it's got to be even better. You know, it should be even better. Yes, if they were like genuine and being better. truthful right. with you. But they, uh, let's also say that it could also <laughs> be a lie, like, like you're like, saying. <laughs> yeah. It could be a catfish. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It could be deep faking. It could be. 
No. Be Only careful. Meet in a public setting if you're going to meet in, in But person. be open. Oh, yeah. Always public setting. Yes, and open your location settings for girls. Yeah. Um, share your location with friends. Dudes, so. dude, dudes, too. Guys, too. It, it, it's all these little things we talk about, about response time and if they are, like, reluctant to go to the next level when you're ready to, you know? It doesn't necessarily mean they're lying, but I think it, it definitely means that you're not on the same page. And I think that's something to... It's like keep, a yellow keep, flag. Yeah. So we also got another question from Patreon. Um, let's say we are in a relationship. As filmmakers and creatives, I am sure you all have works, either your own or someone else's, that are deeply meaningful to you. What would you do if your romantic partner cannot relate to or appreciate these works? Dump them. Very relatable <laughs> question. Let's say it's like, from like, as, as creators, very relatable to You us. know, like um, our own, mm-hmm. let's go with that, our own work. I think, I'm, have you guys thought about this before? Yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm sure it's mm-hmm. different for you guys now that you're in relationships, <laughs> you versus us who are currently looking. Like, was this something that you kept in mind when you were... I mean, if we're just starting from timeline from Wang Fu, um, I was in a relationship oh yeah it was too early, well, that was early so, on, so i guess yeah. it wouldn't apply to this situation but i think like i mean I've, <laughs> it's not like i was just creative overnight but sure, sure. uh you know i think it, you would like to have you know your romantic partner your significant other not necessarily like you don't have to agree with like the the, the stuff that is meaningful to you but i think being proud or being uh supportive is i think is more important mm. than whether or not they like your work Support mm-hmm. is a big word because support mm-hmm. is not necessarily just like pampering and like just, oh, gooey-eyed appreciation. Sometimes yeah. the role of a partner is to be like kind of an outside perspective to your work and kind of give truth when you need it as well. Um, but that's in a supportive way, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or in a way that like is pushing you towards what they know that you want to achieve and stuff like that. I think support can come with appreciating these work. Appreciating and relating is two different things, you know. I guess now we're just choosing semantics and whatnot, but like not everything you do, your partner can mm-hmm. relate to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're two, two completely different sure, sure. people. Yeah, I think uh, me and Michelle, I feel like we talked about this a lot and like I do this with a lot of my other girlfriends. Like, would is this like important to us as creatives? Like, would we want to date someone who's like also creative or in this, mm. let's say, the Asian American circles that feel do they know of this or are they complete yeah, out yeah. of it and that's like something i'm struggling with like do i want this or do i not um care if they're not a creative they're not related to the creative field or whatever as long as i agree like they would have to appreciate it in some way or form and it's kind of like what taylor said it's not just like a surface level support there has to be like some like some care in there it's not just like oh that's cute yeah. that you made it that you made this thing, you know, it's more like, wow, you did, you improved from your last mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. Like, it's showing attention to detail and... It's like being encouraged. I think it's important. Like you, you, and you, you feel like you don't have to fill in the blanks a little bit. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think for me, like, it's not too important if they're in the same industry or not. I actually tend to uh, like people who are um out like different industries just because i like different different ways of thinking but it's also where it's like you know if they can't understand you know after me explaining like a billion times and they and it's Mm -hmm. because like they don't really care to understand then that's kind of like a deal breaker if they don't even try to understand and learn the way that i work or like the little things that i have to do 
then mm-hmm. that's kind of like hard. It's it's kind of like any like hobby, right? It's like my partner to be willing to learn about the creative industry that I'm in, the circle I'm yes. in, like what yes. I do for work. Mm-hmm. And like Taylor says, like support, you know, in a way it's like they do have an outside perspective where they can be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not in the industry, but this is what I think, you know, that is very valuable. Especially, I think it, it can be great that, you know, you are working completely different industries uh, mm-hmm. because you can, um, yeah, you would, yeah things perception would be different uh sensibilities would be different and i think you can complement each other kind of like what michelle said yeah yeah but what would you guys do if (laughs) i'm like reading the question again (laughs) if they cannot relate relate, what would we do i think it's something like i would try to let slide and be like maybe it's just oh we're different people like that but like not in a deal breaker way but i feel like it would come down to a deal breaking. Depends oh, wow. on their respect level, for me I personally, because it is that's just it's so integrated mm-hmm. to my life, like just me being creative. Because like if I think about past experiences, I feel like there's one time where I made you know a graphic design thing, and this person was like, "Oh, you did really like you did really great on this," and that was so out of the blue for me, and like so what like if I felt so my heart like mm-hmm. soared, you know, <laughs> but like it was I realized it was so rare to hear yeah. that that it kind of stood out to me and I was like, oh, I want to feel more special and validated in my career, you know? Like it's something so integrated to me. So this this comes from Instagram and this is about boundaries. My boyfriend is a streamer and I introduced a female friend to his stream. She supports him a lot and on and off uh, his streams now and he always talks about how supportive she is on and off streams too. They play a lot of games together and always a little flirty to the point some people think that they're dating. I, comfor- I confronted him about how I felt and he says he doesn't feel comfortable being just with her alone Uh uh-oh and that he doesn't talk about her every day that i'm just misunderstanding and now he feels that he can't have female friends because of me Uh uh-oh i've told him it's really not a problem but i just don't want to be hearing about another girl every day i don't want him to feel that way and i don't want to be controlling how do i put up boundaries that he can understand great question interesting scenario this is a very um you know current relevant situation with streamers i mean this is also applies to just general stuff yeah because yeah, it because it's essentially like a your significant other has a very close is close with a friend has a close friend that is you're jealous of essentially right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's dealing with that situation but under these this context so i i, I do mm-hmm. think it's like a two-way street thing like i think he as a partner he has even if nothing is like happening or there is any feelings i think he has to come to a place where he understands where you're coming from where and sees how yeah. those um him talking about it even frequently how that makes you feel and stuff like that or like think he should respond to you know by by talking about it less or like he should do mm-hmm. things to to kind of accommodate those concerns even though they might not be true you know yeah. And then on the other side, Mm-mm. the girl also has to give him the benefit of the doubt that it's not true, you know, mm-hmm. or like kind of try to meet him a little bit in the middle too. We're like, I trust you when you say it. I'm glad we had this talk. And until things change, I'm going to work on that, you know. So, yeah, there's the, yeah. the benefit of the doubt is, yeah. is definitely a very important uh, aspect in just like any relationship. It's just a certain level of trust. Uh, I mean, I feel like you should trust this person until something like until like it completely goes 
completely south. I mean, I feel like I've been in a similar situation and I hear tons of stories of girls feeling the same way. I've seen a few TikToks recently too. Discussion sections very uh, about streamers, <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. It's like a. I mean, the general topic of like I guess feeling jealous of another mm. person and the significant other not doing mm. anything about it to make them feel secure and whatnot. I think there's yeah again like Taylor saying there's a lot of factors in it. It is like two way street, but I think maybe what's happening here is that she did confront him. You know, trying to open up that communication line. He himself does not feel comfortable. But is like justifying his actions, but not doing more to like make her feel secure in the relationship. Um, I guess, and that doesn't mean like oh, you don't have to be friends with her anymore. There is some, some solution solutions there. That's the, not the very know. easy solutions. <laughs> like she brought up an issue, and there's no resolution. It seemed to be more like oh yeah, like you're misunderstanding. Uh, I don't feel comfortable too, or like I don't talk to her like every day. Not talking as like a couple, being like okay, what can I do? To make this mm-hmm. issue a non-issue for both persons, so it's not only mm-hmm. just the boyfriend's um, responsibility; it's also like your responsibility too to just be like, okay, what can we both do for, for like, what what can we both do individually so that us as a couple can thrive? The streamer thing, like the comments and stuff, like I, I feel like it's a toxic. I, just from our experience too, as so as people on social media, like comments mm. in the public eye is always. When it gets mixed up into a relationship, mm. it can cause a lot of thoughts, you know. So we understand where that's coming from. Yeah, I think I think it would be good also, if I, he I like. Kinda, oh yeah. I think it would be good if he, if he was trying to negate those comments publicly, mm-hmm. like live, like if you say, "Oh no, oh, I have yeah. a girlfriend," like that's that's step one. You know, <laughs> like yeah, if, that, if those comments are happening, make sure that you're denouncing them, you know, um, and making it clear. You, I guess uh, yeah, I, it's, it's hard to tell from the comment how like much he's doing you know it, yeah from that from that statement right, it does right. sound a little gaslighting like a little bit like i can't have any female friends it's like that's an extreme right like yeah. that's not what she's like is she complaining say. about but, is she complaining about other girlfriends or girls that are his friends like mm-hmm. if not yeah. then oh so many things this, this yeah. is a very complex so situation but you know what taylor said i guess the easiest way is to be like i mean what is so wrong about him being like, I have a girlfriend and this is who she is, unless you don't want to be like a face fronting one. Yeah, and to the second part, I wouldn't say that this is in any shape or form controlling or going in that controlling direction because it, it's right now, it's just, it seems like it's more of a conversation and you're confronting mm-hmm. and how you feel. Right, right. So this right. is just like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to communicate how, how I'm feeling and I'm feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So don't, so don't be, be afraid yeah. of going that way. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Also, like he, he might be very, just acting very defensive. He's just put on spot and like, he's just acting kind of irrationally just because, so sometimes mm-hmm. he's just, clou- his judgment's a little clouded. So maybe he mm-hmm. needs just ideas so presenting these ideas to him might be the solution, part of that solution too. I think I think eventually it could actually be a genuine problem too. Like it might yeah. be something that your friend is developing feelings for them. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but there is a scenario where you're going to have to talk to your friend about how mm-hmm. you feel and how um, their role is playing into um, kind of your, your relationship. Uh, hopefully it doesn't have to come to that and something you can work out with your uh, boyfriend first. We only covered like three or four questions, um, but there were so many more and we, and a lot of good ones too. So 
well, we're definitely going to continue this uh, type of lunch break if you guys like it and you want to hear more. This is our, just our personal opinions. Um, so don't come to us like we're experts because we're, we're really not. Think of us you as your friend group that has like that you like you want to talk to your friends about these issues and then we're like your friends aren't yeah. really experts but you, yeah. you want to get their thoughts yeah if anyone else has you know words of advice for any of these questions you know feel free to comment down below about what you guys would say or do thank you again emily trang for joining us for our lunch break that was delicious um if you guys want to join our patreon uh check out patreon.com slash productions and you can suggest some yummy lunch with us mm-hmm. yeah Oh, and we also have the core collection available on wongfustore.com. And again, we have lunch breaks every Thursday, so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.